Outside the box, it's more than a job. Today's topic is keeping our jobs. In the previous Outside the Box, I looked at the coming elimination of millions of jobs as automation and robots take more and more of them. What could we do to address this problem? I'll talk about two approaches and other Outside the Box features. Those are questioning efficiency and compensating for the loss of jobs with a universal basic income. But what else could we do? Some future thinkers hope we can grow our way out of job loss. To some extent, we have been doing that, since new jobs have been created in the last 40 years of automation to balance out some of those loss. But we'll need, only need so many computer and robot technicians in the future. Less labor costs will produce lower prices and more consumption, but higher demand for raw materials will increase prices. Growing our way out of job loss will only likely get us so far. Chances are, those with higher education will find a new niche somewhere, but anyone with at most a high school diploma or even a little college may not have a spot anywhere. As President Barack Obama believed that massive job retraining programs could help prepare workers to transition to new job opportunities. Obama had a three-pronged strategy, more funding for technical education, a more robust safety net for those out of a job, and more research on the impacts of automation to ensure a role for humans in all forms of technology. But can we retrain millions for jobs that may change every time a so-called new and improved technology comes out? Another option. Could we do some social and economic restructuring to address this issue? Right now, a lot of households require two wage earners and two or three or even four jobs just to make ends meet. If we paid everyone a livable wage and increased low-end wages, then a lot of families might return to just having one primary or exclusive wage earner. That could be enough to provide for everyone's basic needs. Would a livable wage of at least $15 or $20 an hour do the trick? Maybe. This might also be combined with another solution to the job loss dilemma, having full-time jobs that are less than 40 hours a week. Most European countries consider full-time to be about 35 to 36 hours per week, and they offer a lot more vacation, sick, and parental leave times as well. Shorter work weeks, more time off, and less overtime might eliminate most or all job losses. Studies show workers are more productive when they work fewer hours, another side benefit. We can start taking responsibility by planning for any job losses caused by automation. If a business replaces its workers with 3D printers or some other kind of technology, can we require it to keep the employee on in some other capacity? Could we pass a law to that effect? There are also financial incentives to keep the worker on. 
or taxes, such as what Bill Gates advocates, the robot tax, to discourage the displacement. Can we undo some of the technology before it, it reduces the number of jobs in relationship to the number of people who want to work? There is always the Luddite strategy. Get rid of the machines that cause the imbalance. Smash them, or trash them, or sabotage them. Whatever we do, isn't it time that humans regain control of the technology that impacts our lives? What solutions do you support for an ultimate loss of jobs coming from our fascination with technology? I'm Larry Danzinger. Liking any solution that especially benefits those with the least education. <laughs>